Happy Friday. It's time for the ESPN-UP High School Basketball Coaches Show. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad to have you along. Let's get the day going by talking Westwood boys basketball with head coach Scott Sergila. His team opening the season tonight against Ishpeming. Coach, a little delay from when you expected to start the year, but we get it going nonetheless. How have your guys used the extra preseason? Um, you know, we needed it. Uh, you know, coming off a of football season, that was, you know, um, football season's long and and uh you know these kids had to put everything they had into the football season and um you know we kind of eased into it i guess so to speak and um you know we were we were looking pretty rough there for a while and you know we're slowly improving um but nowhere where we need to be but uh, you know i would think a lot of people are at this time you know especially with kids coming off a you know, football season and different things like that. So, we, you know, it was probably a good thing. I mean, you know, I don't know. You can look at it either way that we could get experience, and, you know. But, you know, it, uh, for me as a coach, I guess I, 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 I like the practice time to uh, help prepare our kids and uh, get them ready. So. Well, coach, you got quite a few letter winners back from last year's team, but two starters, two guys who saw significant minutes. Tell me about this year's squad and what it'll look like. Um, well, you know, we have our, uh, our two guards set and, um, you know, with, uh, Taylor, um, Delangelo and, and Zach Carlson up, up, up top and, um, you know, and then our, our, our big is, uh, Ty Alderton and, um, you know, those three are, you know, uh, good solid basketball players. Uh, and then you add, um, Eric Anderson into the mix who, you know, he's only 5'11", but, at times he can play like he's a lot bigger. Uh, he's kind of our garbage man, and um, you know, but uh, he, he's he's got a pretty good shot too, and he's pretty crafty around around the basket and in the paint. Um, and then um, you know we have uh, Mason Mariuta, another senior, uh, great kid, um, works hard, uh, good defender. Um, you know, and uh, Zach Beckman, another sophomore, Marcus Bowers, and uh, you know so. We got some kids that we can, you know, run in and out. Matt Powell, you know, comes in. He's only, he says he's 5'9", but I don't know how he will be. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he comes in and, you know, he's like a stump out there and he's hard to move and uh, he plays great defense. He works hard and and uh, Steven, Steven King is as well. And so, you know, uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to try to go into our bench uh, quite a bit this year, you know, to rotate some guys in and out. Coach, you were part of Chad Hewitt's staff that emphasized defense, and you had a great defensive effort night in and night out. Is that what this year's team is going to look like as well? Well, I, I, yeah. It, it, the problem is, is I've coached these kids when they were all sophomores or freshmen at one time and uh, at the JV level. And uh, this group, uh, we struggle a little bit defensively. And so we've, we've made that a – very, very big point of emphasis in the preseason here. Um, you know, uh, we don't have a lot of offense in and um, because we've had to work so hard on the defensive end. It's coming around. It's nowhere near where it needs to be. Um, but, it, uh, you know, there's going to be nights where the shots ain't falling. Well, what are you going to rely on? Are you just going to keep bombing them up and keep missing? Or are you going to try to generate, you know, some offense from your defense and play some solid defense? And, you know, we're going to be doing some different things, you know, throughout the season uh, to try to generate some offense and things like that. But, um, you know, our, our kids are starting to gel. They're starting to find their, you know, who's where, who's doing what, and their roles a little bit. And, you know, I'll be honest, we're, we're not quite sure. You know, we got we have a kind of an odd team where you got seniors and sophomores. And so we're old, but we're young. <laughs> and, uh, um you know, it's uh, it's nice having an Eric Anderson and Ty and Dell and Jason and those guys. Um, you know, but it's also nice having some sophomores too. That I think they add a, a they complement our seniors really nice. So uh, we, we're not we're, we're somewhat sure what we have, but we're not a hundred percent. I mean, we're gonna you know we're gonna find out as the season goes on and adjust accordingly. Practice wise, have you been happy with the effort so far? Yeah, with this group of kids, you know. Um, uh, effort uh, really has never been an issue. Um, you know, we, we came out of the scrimmage, uh, and it was probably, and this is no offense to the team that we scrimmaged, but the worst scrimmage that I've ever been a part of 
from the, a team that I've coached. Um, we we were confused a little bit when we kept. I thought we kept things simple, um, and that affected our defense. Our defense wasn't very good. We weren't talking, communicating, rotating. You know, so uh, Coach Sergio got a little bit upset. <laughs> and uh, but uh, I tell you what, you know, we, we we got on our kids a little bit. And, uh, the the week after leading up to today, yesterday's practice, um, you know we've corrected some things and and hopefully uh, you know that'll show tonight and uh, we can play a little bit better quality basketball. How's the locker room, coach? Are they all kind of chomping at the bit to get on the floor? Yeah, I think they are. You know, it, it was nice to have the scrimmage, but um, you know, a scrimmage is a scrimmage, and uh, you know they've been you know uh, with with me all throughout football season now preseason basketball and then their game got canceled and you got another you know few days of practice and you know it, it, we got to get on the floor and, and and get give ourselves a test and you know our first test tonight is Ishpeming and and uh you know we'll see what happens well let's talk about Ishpeming another team that is a little bit inexperienced they returned two starters from last year's team what'd you see on film from their game against Gladstone um, well, uh, they, they're big. We knew that. Um, you know, I, I, I think, uh, C- Coach Nimi is probably going to try to exploit that, obviously, as I would do. Um, you know, they're go- they're going to be a good defensive team. Um, and George has always stressed defense in his programs and, um, and the teams that he has coached and, uh, they're going to, they're going to play, they're going to pack it in. They're going to make you beat from the outside and, um, and then they're going to try to see where, you know, they got four big guys that they can go to that can play the post, and, um, you know, they're going to try to go after our littlest guy in the post and put him, you know, and try to single him out. And, um, you know, and they run some pass and cut stuff, and it's motion, and uh, you can't you can't really scout for it. You just got to say, okay, here's, you know, you, you can kind of see their rules, but, they, you know, the, those guys have been running it with George now when they were at the freshman and JV level, too, so... They run that pretty well. Uh, we got a box out on the boards. Uh, we got a rebound, and um, you know it, that that's the biggest thing that worries me is our rebounding. Um, you know we have to be able to uh, what I call FHA, and uh, uh, we got we got to be able to rebound uh, tonight. And that, that's the biggest thing that worries me tonight is their second chance points. And um, we you know if we play some sound defense and try to keep them out of the paint a little bit and do our job and. You know, it might be okay. Coach, let's give some recognition to the guys joining you on your bench as you fill out the coaching staff. Who's going to be with you this year? Well, you know, Coach Gray um, has always been kind of my right hand man. You know, in, in football, and um, it's uh, and then he, he helped Chad. Uh, he went the last few years and with basketball and things like that, and you know, and him and I would put our heads together and and kind of bombard Coach you with with that information and you know so uh coach gray and i work really well together I, I respect the heck out of him um you know i coached him my first year here and uh he's good for kids you know he's a he's a, he's a younger coach that's very heavy very competitive he's smart uh he's great with the kids um and then uh another guy who was on my football staff but he was with me on my jv staff in basketball was mitch messing and uh you know, I, I can't say enough about Mitch. Um, it, you know, this is Mitch's first time being a quote-unquote head coach, and you know, you're you're in charge of the team now. And and uh, Chelsea Welton, who was our freshman coach, and because we only had six kids, that it, you know, our freshman class is smaller, so we just decided to have one JV team. Uh, Chelsea Welton is um, with Mitch on the uh, J, at the JV level, and uh, Mitch is doing an unbelievable job. I went and watched a couple of his practices, um, and uh, he's doing a really good job. A lot of our verb, you know, all of our verbiage is the same, and, um, you know, from the how we start practice to how we conduct practice, the drills we do in practice, um, you know, so that's nice that uh, we can get that, and, you know, the kids can move up through and, and say something that they know what we're talking about, and we've just got to get them better at it, and, uh, you know, uh, I can't thank those three enough uh, to help. You know, help helping me out, and um, it's you know, this is a not an easy job, especially moving from 
you know, the football side of it and then over to the, the boys side of it. A lot of people say, oh, my goodness, you're crazy. But I'll be honest, that when, you, you, when you have help um, and assistant coaches and head coaches uh, that are willing to help the way those guys do and the way Chelsea does, that it, it just makes my job easier. Do you have pretty good numbers on the JV with the combined freshman team? Yeah, we had we, we had a, quite a few tryouts. We, we ended up keeping 15. Uh, originally, we wanted to keep 12, um, but uh, we just ended up keeping 15. And uh, we, we didn't make it easy on them, that's for sure. That those, those I think we did two or three nights of tryouts, and um, and uh, you wanted to see who wants to really play basketball. And uh, I tell you what, um, there were some hard decisions that had to be made, and uh, uh, we ended up keeping 15. And uh, you know, and plus I have you know three sophomores up, and uh, so I, I think our JV uh, will be uh, pretty solid this year. Uh, they're young in spots too, you know, and guys in some new roles with three sophomores being up. But um, I, you know, I, I think we'll be okay at the JV level. Coach, lastly, give me your thoughts on the conference, both the Mid-Pen and the West Pack. What are you expecting out of those teams? Nagani and Iron Mountain. That's the first two that come to mind. Um, but there's not going to be, there, 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 just, there's, there isn't, there's not going to be an easy game for us this year. Um, we have to start getting better defensively. Um, and, and, you know, I always say we don't want to practice till we're perfect. We want to practice till we just, we just can't do it wrong anymore. That we just do it right, and um, and so you know we're working on that concept, and we're working on being you know yeah we want to get out. We got some guards that can run the floor, and even our bigs can run the floor. Sure, everybody wants to get out, but um, you know what happens when you can't? My team gets back on defense, or you know uh, whatever it may be, and you got to run a half court set. And uh, from what I saw in a scrimmage, we, we we struggled in the half court set. Uh, I think we corrected that. Um, you know, moving forward, uh, we'll see tonight. Um, you know, but I tell you what, it's there's not going to be an easy game. I mean, Manistique's going to be good. They, you know, they got the uh, the Anderson kid and that guard, a real quick guard from last year, and they had a, another sophomore that was up. That's good that he's a junior now. And um, you know, uh, Calumet, you know, they got that big tall kid Nelson in West Bend County. Um, you know, I and there's good shooting teams. You got Houghton. Uh, the kid that's going to uh, Michigan Tech, uh, you know, I mean, he's he's been tough to stop since he's been a sophomore, and uh, uh, you know, Nagani's Nagani. They they got their three-headed monster, you know, with their with their guards. And, uh, I went and watched them against Escanaba uh, the other night, and you know, Escanaba, we played them at team camp, and they're a solid, solid basketball team. And uh, you know, Nagani went and beat them, and uh, you know, Marquette's going to be good, and I mean. You know, look at Ishmael. You know, we just don't match up well against them. They agree. You know, you could argue that they don't match up well against us either. But you know, we got to be able to execute those things and um, you know defend the post and you know because they're big. And so if we can get out and maybe try to get in a little transition on them tonight, and we'll see. You know, Gladstone tried to do the same thing and had a little bit of success, but not much. Um, you know, and uh, Iron Mountains, Iron Mountain. Uh, you know, they're they're good. They're really good. And I think Gwynn's going to actually be uh, really good this year. I think that first game, maybe against Munison, I think Munison is pretty good. Um, but I think Gwynn needs to just find their uh, their niche and, and what they're doing and, you know, and things like that. And, but they're going to be good. They, the JV team was solid last year, and uh, their, their, their varsity team was solid too. So top to bottom, it's, you know, it's Nagani's and Iron Mountains to lose. Um, but, uh, you know, the rest of the field, uh, we're going to be battling and scratching, and uh, you know, and uh, you never know in high school sports. They're high school kids, and and uh, you, you just never know. And uh, you know, a team could come out hot, a team could come out cold. So it, uh, we just want to try to get more consistent at what we do, and that starts on the defensive side of the ball. Westwood boys basketball coach Scott Sergela ahead of his team season opener tonight at Ishpeming. Appreciate the time as always, Serge. Best of luck this year. We'll see you tonight. All right, thanks, Tanner. Glad we could finally connect. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. At Eagle Mine, their goal is to engage openly and transparently with the local community and stakeholders and to offer support by developing meaningful relationships with local organizations and residents. 
they strive to strengthen the communities in which they work and live. Upon the conclusion of Eagle, it won't matter how much ore is hauled or processed. What matters is that they leave the Upper Peninsula in a better social and economic state than when it started. Do you have a community concern or want to provide feedback? Leave a message on the community hotline at 906-339-7150 or visit EagleMind.com and click on Responsibility. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home. The student athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year there is a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us ensuring in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Ishpeming Hematite football with head coach George Nemi. His team getting set for a Friday matchup with Westwood. Coach, let's go back to your season opener. You took on a really good Gladstone team. Not quite sure what they were going to look like graduating a good senior class, but they've got a good group back. Tell me about that matchup on Tuesday. Tell you what, Gladstone was was very athletic. Um, you know, they got some good basketball players. You know, they got some kids on that team that uh, you know basketball is their sport, and they put a lot of time and effort into it. They're 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 tall, they're long, they're athletic. Um, you know, so it was uh, it, it, it was an eye opener for us. The way that game started, you know, Gladstone got out to the hot start. They were playing very well on defense. Your team came clawing back and gave yourself a chance. Tell me about your comeback effort. You know, we talked in the locker room at halftime that, you know, we, we were shooting ourselves in the foot, you know, turnovers, um, you know, just the, the, the whole speed of the game kind of thing. Um, you know, so we, we, we took a look at, uh, you know, what we were doing and, and, and uh, you know, we made a, a team effort to uh, talk and, and, and fix it. And we were able to come out, uh, you know, after the first minute or so in the third quarter, we're able to settle down and, and, and uh, make, a, make a good effort at it. From what you saw on Tuesday, do you feel like your guys with the extended football season are getting closer to basketball shape? I know you've got only two starters back from last year, and a few guys that didn't play at all last year due to injury, but where is your team in terms of getting into basketball shape? Well, you know, we had to cram a lot of, uh, you know, we had to cram two weeks of practice into one week, uh, you know, to get ready for our Gladstone game. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're close to where we should be. You know, the conditioning piece is, is something, you know, that extra week in conditioning sure would have helped um, having that. But, uh, you know, basketball-wise, just getting some shots up, getting some repetition. You know, we missed that week as well. And, uh, and uh, you know, so... We're, we're slowly getting it back together. You know, you know, Tuesday night was a was a great look as to where we where we are and where we should be. Um, you know, and again, the, the whole speed of the game thing. I think the you know Gladstone being so athletic and so quick kind of caught us off guard. What'd you like about your shooting the other night? You know, I, I thought we had some uh, we had some kids step up. You know, Breck, Breck Bell uh, stepped up, had a good game for us. Uh, um, you know, Jace Kipling, uh, a sophomore. Came in and got us, uh, gave us 11 points. Had some good looks, uh, made some nice shots. Um, you know, for the first game of the season, for a bunch of football players coming, uh, you know, coming uh, back and trying to play basketball, I, w- I was happy with what we did. Coach, anything else fundamentally that you liked about your squad from the Gladstone game, whether it be rebounding, free throw shooting, what have you? You know, I liked our composure. I, lo- I liked the way we handled the pressure that Gladstone put on us. Um, that was that was a pleasant surprise. You know, we, we had talked about that early on in practice, that we have to be able to handle the heat, and, uh, you know, we're able to handle their pressure. Um, you know, I, I, I liked our ability to um, to be down, like you said, in that first half and, and not tuck our tails and actually come back and make an effort to, uh, you know, to battle back. You know, I, I, I like that about us. Did you learn anything about your rotation, maybe who needs to be playing where for how long, how deep you can go? Yeah, we got a, we got a good look, you know, and, and we changed some things up over the last couple of days, you know, tried some people in some different slots and uh, different positions and, you know, and, uh, um, you know, it, it, it's just something we're going to look at every, you know, for every game, you know, who's going to best help us in, you know, for this team that we're going up against. 
What's practice look like the last couple of days as you get ready for Westwood? Well, you know, not knowing what Westwood's going to do, only knowing what Coach Sergil has done, you know, at the JV level for the past uh, few years and knowing what they've done. Um, you know, we've kind of prepared a little bit, expecting, uh, you know, some of the some of the stuff that they showed us the last few years. Um, you know, but but uh, you know, really, it's uh, you know, preparing for the atmosphere. It's you know, it's a rivalry game. It's a it's a crosstown rivalry game. So, you know, it's it's about being able to handle that crowd and and handle that uh, that pressure that comes from playing that rivalry game. You know, we've got to you know, we can't lose the game mentally before we even step on the court. So, you know, we've been talking a little bit about that. And of course, we've been doing our fundamental stuff and and uh, you know, fine tuning our offense as well. With limited information on Westwood out there, is this one of those situations where you're focusing more on yourself rather than your opponent? Um, no, we we're going to concentrate on the opponent. You know, we've got to we've we've got to spend you know enough time on what we do, and then we have to spend enough time thinking about you know what Westwood's going to do. Um, you know, Westwood's going to be uh, you know you know they're well coached. They're going to be they're going to be physical. They're going to be athletic. Um, they've got some really good basketball players up there. Um, you know, so. You know, we've got to try and prepare to uh, defensively stop whatever they're going to throw at us. What do you need to see against Westwood to say, this was a good effort? You know, whatever the score may be, what do you need to see out of your squad? Well, again, you know, we need to see the grit. We need to see that hustle, that effort. You know, who's boxing out? Who's getting the rebounds? Who's uh, you know who's giving it all when you're when you're when your hands are going to your knees? You know, when you're and you're tired. You know, who's that guy that's going to step up? And, uh, you know, we just need to see a little, you know, some improvement over what we did against Gladstone. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I think we'll be in good shape. Were you happy with the effort your team gave on Tuesday? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, for our first game, you know, we, we didn't know how this game was going to go. You know, we looked at this as a, as a learning experience. Of course, you go into every ball game wanting to win that ball game, But at the end of the day, you know, we, we came away with a, a good idea of what we can be and where we should be. George Nemi's a head boys basketball coach at Ishpeming. His team getting set for game two against Westwood Friday night. Appreciate the time as always, George. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again soon. Okay, thanks, Tanner. Appreciate it. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Marquette Redmen boys basketball with head coach Brad Nelson. His team getting set to open up the 2019-2020 campaign this weekend at Petoskey. Coach, you've got Brighton coming up at Petoskey's tournament. Tell me about that matchup and the week of practice leading up to it. Well, you know, going into the first game, you really don't know a lot about the opponents that you're going to play during this weekend, which is a good thing. Um, I've said that the whole time, and it gives us the opportunity to focus on what we do and what we want to do uh, at a high level. So that's kind of been our focus lately. We did take a brief look at the film from last year just to see how they defend screens and, and <clears throat> how they handle certain situations. So we know we know that, and we don't anticipate that changing. Uh, typically, you're going to see the same state type of styles unless they got a new coach, which I haven't heard anything different. So those are the types of things that you look at. But you know, like I said, 95% of what we've been doing over the last week has been focused on what we need to do uh, to go down there and, and win and compete. Have you liked what you've seen in practice so far? Yeah, I thought, you know, the last two practices we've had have been excellent. Uh, high intensity, you know, we shorten them up a little bit. And, you know, my philosophy is that you don't have to go two hours to, to get what you need done. Uh, so we kind of condense it, but at the same time, when you condense it, the intensity has to go up. And that's kind of been our focal point over these last two practices is, you know, shorten up the practice a little bit, but when we go into drills, we go into them hard. Uh, everything's full speed, um, and it's intense. And the, and the kids, kids like it. The kids, uh, the energy level is high for that entire time. And you know, we end the night with some shooting, and then we get out of here. So that's kind of the the message. And that, you know, 
part of the reason for that is if you, you look at a game, it's an hour and 15 minutes or something like that, and it's an hour and 15 minutes of going hard. And trying to just simulate that time frame and, and how long you have to stay at a high focus level and, and also be intense and physical and, and give it your best effort for that amount of time. Has there been anything fundamentally that's been the focal point for your guys? Anything maybe that you've liked really well you've done in practice this week? Uh, you know, from day one, I've said defense and rebounding, and that's an emphasis. You know, no matter if we're doing an offensive drill or whatever it is, um, is preaching no matter what it is, you're going after offensive rebounds and you better be boxing out. And, you know, we got 13 kids that are all athletes, that are all physical, and they make each other better. And that's kind of been the message in these practices is even though you may be the 13th, 12th, 11th guy, your job is to make the team better. And, you know, you will get in, get some minutes, but everybody needs to work on getting everybody else better. And that's kind of been our message from day one also is, you know, go hard so that when you go to a game, you know, our practices sometimes might be more physical and more competitive than than a game. And that's kind of, you know, what we want as a program. Do you feel like you have a rotation set, or is that what these first couple of games are for? Uh, we're, we're getting there, I think. Um, and it, most of it you'll determine during the game, like the flow of the game, what what you need during the course of that game, and who's going to provide that for you. And it kind of, you know, falls into place, I would say, over these first two or three games, you know, the substitutions and the rotations and their roles and what they need to do when they're out on the court. And, you know, everybody has a different skill set, but, you know, everybody can box out, everybody can hustle, and everybody can it can be tough. And that's what all of them bring to the table. They just have different skill sets that we might need during the course of a game. Offensively, you may not have the size that you did last year. Does that mean your team's going to be more of an outside shooting team, or how's your offensive scheme going to look this year? Uh, not necessarily. Like we're, we want to get into the paint. We do have a couple kids that can that can do good work down on the blocks, and, and we want to get them the ball in favorable positions to score down there. Um, so you know, just because we don't have six ten doesn't mean you're necessarily small. You know, tall doesn't mean big. We are kids that are really good at getting low and wide and, and getting good position down on the block, and they're excellent at finishing. So that's still a, a part of what we do. Um, getting the ball in there is going to be a little bit different. You know, you can't just throw it up to the rim and have Marius go get it. you got to be a little bit more effective with your dribble and, and get better passing angles. So that's the type of stuff that we've been working on in practice, and by no way, shape, or form is it is it you know ironed out and we'll find out this week and what we need to do to improve on those things how about defensively what's your team going to look like this year uh, just scrappy um i think no matter who we have out on the floor um they're learning our principles and how we defend different situations and um they're going to be they're going to be physical they're going to be tough uh no matter who's out there um but just fundamentally sound and, and try to tighten things up you know we were a little loose last year with as far as our perimeter, but we want to tighten that up and try to keep people from getting into the lane. And if people get into the paint against any defense, bad things happen. So we want to avoid that and do our do a good job of stopping that penetration. Do you have an idea how deep into the bench you can go this year? Oof, uh, good question. I'd love to say thirteen. Um, I have thirteen guys on my roster, but you know I'm I'm comfortable. You know. 10 or 11, but, you know, the the 12th and 13th, they're getting there. They're, they're kind of inexperienced, and they will play a role at some point. You know, I'm not going to ask those kids to go in in a two-point game and, and launch up threes, but they might need to go and give somebody a blow for a minute at the end of a quarter. And Their role is to go in, play defense, take care of the basketball, and, and don't turn the ball over, and, and they understand that. And if they're able to get a garbage bucket here or there, that's even better. Coach, I know you said the focus has primarily been on your own team, but not playing until Friday while everybody else, for the most part, has gotten going already. Has that given you a chance to look around the UP, around the conference? And if so, what surprised you here in the first week? Uh, not really. Uh, I'm busy watching my, my other daughter um, play play for Nagani. So she's, she's up there playing. So I was in Escanaba on Tuesday watching her play Escanaba. So I didn't. I wasn't able to see any of the boys' games in person, but I did get both of the films 
of the Gladstone Ishpeming game and the Eski Nagani and watching those films briefly, um, you know, very good teams. And, you know, that's kind of what we expected going into it. But nothing shocking. And it's only, you know, one or two games into the season right now for a lot of teams. And a lot of teams are doing the same process that we are as far as feeling out lineups. And it's kind of floppy to start the year. But, you know, as the season progresses, you look for improvement and to be ready for March. How's the locker room? Are the guys all ready to get on the floor? Yeah, I would say so. It's starting to get a little chippy in practice. I would say that's for sure. So they're looking forward to going and competing against other people and, and things like that. But over these last two to three weeks, you know, they're, they've been t- a tight group of guys uh, for years. But whenever you mix sophomores, juniors, and seniors into one team, it takes a little bit of time for that chemistry to get going. And, and this first weekend going downstate, that's really where the team bonding, the the ride on the bus, the nights in the hotel, uh, that's really where it starts to take shape. And that's another reason that we go down and do this. And it's cool to see, you know, it's like a brotherhood. And these guys will be friends for the rest of their lives. And they're, you know, they're starting the journey, you know, this weekend. Coach, what do you need to see this weekend to say, this is where we should be for games one and two? What would make this a successful trip down to Petoskey? I always I always have said if you go down to Petoskey or Traverse City and if you can come out one and one, that's a, that's a success. And it's not necessarily, obviously you want to win, and, and we're going down there to win. Uh, I'm not going to fool anybody by saying we're not. Um, but what you want to do is you want to be able to watch the film Friday night Saturday night when you get home and I tell my players this all the time control what you can control so that when I'm watching the film I don't have to address their efforts their toughness, their their rebounding I don't want to have to look at that, critique it and then break it down in film and tell them that they weren't giving their best effort uh, if we can eliminate that from the film and I can watch the film and say they get it they get the the intensity that they have to play with, they get how hard they have to play for 32 minutes. The X's and O's are going to be sloppy the first weekend. There's, I haven't seen a, a team go into their first game and execute perfectly in my entire career. Um, but if you can eliminate those things that are intangibles, the, the thing that doesn't take any talent, that's a success. And then if we can go into that next game, next Tuesday, tweaking those X's and O's, that's where we want to be. Brad Nelson is the head boys basketball coach at Marquette. His team getting set to open the season at the Petoskey Tournament this weekend. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again soon. Okay, thanks, Tanner. Let's take a timeout. More after this on ESPN-UP. Stop using a card that only rewards you for spending at certain places or during certain times. At MBank, you can shop with the card that rewards you with cash back on every purchase. With the new MBank scorecard, Cashback Visa, you'll earn 1% cash back every time you use your card. No rotating categories, no annual fee. Apply today. Stop by your local MBank branch to get started or visit bankmbank.com for more details. MBank, community focus, client driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Republic Michigami boys basketball with head coach Cody Carlson. His team heading into the weekend after a couple of games to start things off in 2019-2020. Coach, you look at this week, couple losses to Wakefield, Marinesco, and Antonagin. Tell me about this week from your perspective. Well, I mean, I you know, at Wakefield we started off, um, we came out strong and, um, we we started off well and then we just you know basketball's a game of runs and Wakefield is a is a talented and definitely improved team from last year and uh, you know we're we're making strides definitely I mean last year I mean from last year even I mean we're still I mean we're starting three juniors a sophomore and a, a senior I, like I had said before but you know uh, moving on from that game they they learned a lot we watched film. They, they're all they're all really into um, under, 
understanding and asking questions what we need on what we need to work on. And then we go last night and we played Antonagin and Antonagin. Um, I give them credit. They came out. They played well. They were disciplined and on defense, and uh, they got to close uh, squeak out a victory against us. But uh, for us, I mean, we we came out had a lead, um, and then they like the. Like uh, I said, with Wakefield, with the, they went on a run, and um, in the end, we were down 13 with six left in the fourth quarter. And I mean, we fought hard, and I and I give the boys credit. They they played with a lot of heart at the end of the game, and uh, we cut the lead to two with 30 seconds left, and just couldn't pull it off. Um, but but I like the direction we're going. I mean, two games into the season, and I and I think we're already making tremendous strides towards for improvement. Wakefield scored 80 against you earlier this week and then last night a much improved defensive effort holding on to Noggin of 46. Was defense something that you stressed midweek? Oh d- yeah, d- defense is something I mean, w- I mean Wakefield they I give them credit too. I mean, they made their shots, that's for sure. Um, but so defense is something like like I had said when we had watched film and um, from that game and then previous games from last year kind of leading up to the season, I mean, just stre- just stressing the little things, the details, the fine details is what we're working on, and um, yeah, and I, I give the boys credit, I mean, for they played a lot better defense for a lot a, a little bit longer, I'd say, I mean, against Wakefield, we played good defense for maybe two quarters, and then last night we played good defense for three quarters, and then offense just was a little bit of a problem at one point, but I mean, it happens, but... You know, I I was definitely I was definitely happy to see them improve from the first game. So we're making strides there. Coach, how about your shooting effort for the first week? Behind the arc at the foul line, have you liked what you've seen? Do you need improvement? Tell me about your shooting effort. So, um, one thing I've stressed to the boys is uh, improvement on uh, free throw percentage. I uh, start off with it. Uh, in previous years, as a team, they've shot uh, around sixty-two or three percent in the last. Well, I think last year, that's their team percentage was around sixty-three. And I set a goal. I said, "All right, guys, if you shoot seventy-five percent from the free throw line, you give yourself a chance every night." And that's been the team goal is to shoot seventy-five percent. And uh, I can't remember the exact percentage from last night, but I know on Monday they shot seventy-seven percent. Um, uh, I think sixteen or. 76 percent there were 16 for 21 but uh as far as outside of the arc um you know we the shots that we've taken um we've we've shot a higher percentage definitely than years past and the game has definitely improved um and that just uh and as, as far as uh the inside shooting um i got i gotta give a lot of credit to uh, um eli lokla and he scored, he scored 27 if I guess Wakefield and then 25 last night against Nantanagan and that, that, uh, his, his effort on offense and he's been playing well, he's been shooting well. Um, and the other guys are stepping up too. I mean, the other guys, they're, they've definitely, you can see the strides they made this summer working on their shots, their passing, their, uh, Logan Hannon and my point guard with his passing, uh, ability to get Eli's shots or, to get his other teammates open looks on driving kicks to the corner or outside, um, and, I, and like I said, I mean, we've at each game we've made improvements on that on that end too. And I mean, there's little things we can work on here and there as well. But overall, I think we're definitely getting better in in that aspect of the offensive game. It's just uh, like defense; it just comes down to the fine tuning. How about from a rebounding aspect? How's your team looked in the first week? Uh, the, the first game against Wakefield, we struggled. Um, we, we gave up what I thought we gave up, uh, too many, uh, second chance points. Um, they, so we, we didn't do the greatest job rebounding and getting on the glass. And so that's another thing we stressed kind of midweek, um, between games on Wednesday when we had practice. And, you know, it's, that's something that we have to keep working on the whole season because we do have size. I mean, all over. So, and last night, I I think we did a lot better job on the glass. I I mean, I'll, we'll watch the film later on today. But, um, 
I think I definitely think that there was a lot more effort on the glass, and it showed. I mean, we instead of Wakefield scoring or uh, when Wakefield scored eighty, I mean, Ossinagan scored forty six. So I, you know, we we limited their second chance points, and I think it showed. Are you happy with the effort overall this week? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's tough for them too because I mean, at the at the same time, you know, they're. You know, they may be upset that, that we started off 0-2, but at the same time, you know, with the young team that we have, I mean, we're making strides in the right direction, and everybody's everybody's keeping their heads high, and we're we're moving forward. And with going into next week, we have Lanza at home on Monday, and we have Mid Pen. Uh, we play Mid Pen in Mid Pen on Thursday. And you know, like I said, we're learning every day, and we're getting better every day, and so. Each week we'll keep improving, and that's all I can ask of them. Tell me about Lance as he gets set for them on Monday. Um, Lance is, uh, I don't, I actually don't know a whole lot about Lance. I, with them making the move to our conference just this year, um, I, I actually didn't hear the scores from their games this week, but, uh, we're, we're definitely just going to focus on the little things from this week that we need to improve um, and stuff that we, I mean, we'll see on the film. We'll work to improve ourselves, and then that'll give us the best chance going forward against them. Do you feel like this is one of those situations where you're focusing more on yourselves rather than who you're playing? Um, I, I mean, I, th- I think you have to, especially at, at this point in the season and with, with the young team that we have, focus, focusing on the the improvements to to get yourself in a position to, to win. Because I mean, we've definitely we've definitely done our homework on other teams that we play and whatnot. Um, and you know, it's just I think, like I said, I think at this point, us just making sure that. We improve each game by looking at what we need to improve. Um, and then, you know, I mean, obviously we mix in a combination of, oh, this, let's work on, cause this team might run this or this or that. And let's work on, let's work against that. Let's practice what we, what we would do if they do that. But, you know, so. Cody Carlson's the head boys basketball coach at Republic Michigami. Kind enough to give us some time here in ESPN UP. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck. We'll talk again throughout the year. Thank you. See you later. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN UP. We don't wallpaper. We won't choose your paint colors. But we're here to get your home loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is excited to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Whether you're ready to buy or planning ahead, Make it happen with First Bank. First Bank, Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to approval, fees may apply. First Bank, where it's all about people. Hi, I'm Mark Stonerock, the Outreach Coordinator and Certified Athletic Trainer for the Sideline to Sideline Sports Medicine Program. So one of the nice things about the Sideline Program is that we all try to abide by to a, a same-day or next-day coverage. So there is no waiting. There's no, uh, we have an appointment in two weeks, but uh, the athletic trainer will contact the medical practitioner's office, and we try to get you in at least within the next day, and that really expedites the whole program. And it takes a little worry out of the patient's hands and out of the parent's hands and gets them right into the track where they need to be. Welcome back to the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Nagani boys basketball with head coach Dan Waterman. 2-0 start to the season for your guys, coach. Two really impressive wins, Escanaba earlier in the week, and then Gwynn last night. Tell me about the first week on the court for your guys. Yeah, we're we're thrilled with where we're at uh, to get two wins. Uh, you know, it's always what any team would hope for, but, um, you know, beating Escanaba on Tuesday was, was big for our kids. They uh, kind of beating us up a little bit the last couple of years, and and uh, they graduated some kids, but they're still really good and they're still really athletic. And uh, you know, a typical first game, we we went through some hiccups, some unexpected. You know, we turned the ball over against the press, which just floored me to be honest. But you know what? The kids buckled down and in the fourth quarter made winning basketball plays, got stops on defense, made free throws. So that that was really encouraging to see and then last night 
uh, we just had it going, you know, from middle of the first quarter on. Our kids played really hard. We were uh, really sharp and focused, and I thought we executed really well. And and, and it just kind of trickled down throughout our roster. Our starters obviously played well, and then the guys we brought in off the bench played well, and we got down to guys that, that hadn't played yet this year, and they played well, and, and it was really good for our team and, and uh, really encouraging to see. Well, Coach, everyone knows that you've got that three-headed monster. You can score the basketball, but right now opponents are averaging right around 40 points against you per game, and you played two pretty good teams early on. What about your team's defensive effort? Well, yeah, the, the three senior guards get a lot of mention, but our program has been and always will be built on, on defense and and shutting teams down and um we we take a lot of pride in that we spend a lot of time with um getting out and and seeing our opponents play and trying to figure out what they do well so that we can take that away and our kids do a really good job of of um understanding our our concepts defensively and 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 uh how we want to attack teams and that's kind of the way we think about it on defense is attacking teams and forcing them to react to us so We've done a good job there. Uh, the, the one nitpicky thing I'll say about it, we need to get better rebounding the ball, and that's that's how you finish defensive possessions. And, and um, that's always a concern for us right now because of our, our lack of size. So that's, that's one area that we need to focus on and improve on. Coach, going back to Tuesday, what helped you separate from Escanaba? Were you just better conditioned than them? Were you mentally tougher than them in that sense? What happened on Tuesday? It was tight going into the fourth quarter, and I just think that we were a little cleaner executing on the offensive end, and and I think that our experience really kind of shined through there. You know, we've been in a ton of those games over the last three years, and and it's the same kids out on the court, and um, we've hopefully learned how to win all those games, and um, we we got stops, we 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 got defensive rebounds, and then offensively. You know, we kind of put the ball in Jackson's hands and and um, kind of run him through on a little brush pick and get him in the center of the court with shooters around him and and a big guy rolling and and count on him to make the right decision and he's really good at it. And the, the first time we ran it, we were up by one and he kicked it to the corner and Jason buried a three and we we get a defensive rebound and they come down and Jackson didn't even look at the bench. He called the same exact play. And, and he drives it to the middle of the lane. This time the defense stayed home on the shooters, and Jackson gets a short little mid-range jumper. And, uh, you know, in a two-possession two span, our lead went from one to six and then basically turns into a free-throw shooting contest. So um, our, our kids did a nice job of executing in the fourth quarter. Well, Coach, last night you get out to a 20-4 to lead to start the game. What went into your hot start? Was it just hot shooting? Were you turning them over? How'd you get out to the start that you did? A little bit of both. Um, I took a timeout at 4-4 because we had just blown a defensive assignment. And in the huddle, I didn't even say anything. The kids came in, and they were not chirping at each other, but just talking about, come on, we got to be better than this. You know, we, we just gave them a layup, and, and I let them talk for about 20 seconds. And then I said, okay, we want to come down, and, and I called the set. We ran the set, got a bucket, and we just started rolling. We shot the ball well. Uh, we applied a little bit of pressure and, and turned them over, which, you know, led to some transition stuff. But we, I thought we were really good on, on pushing the ball and, and looking for a fast break. But when we didn't have it, pulling it out, executing our offense and, and uh, getting a clean look. And, and we were making shots last night. So, you know, the big thing was we played with great energy. And when we played with great energy, we were going to make shots and, and we're going to do good things on both sides of the ball. And I was I couldn't be happier with how we played last night. Oh, now you got a week off until you play West Iron County. Tell me about them and how you're going to use the time in between. Well, I don't know a whole lot about them. Um, I know they re- the one thing I know is they returned three starters from last year's team. But but the the guy they lost, Caden uh, Pelizier, was a, was an all UP player. So that's a that's a big loss there. I know they play at, they're scheduled to play at Forest Park on Monday, so I'm going to get down there and see that after our practice. Um, as for us, we're going to take a couple days out of the gym because we've been going at it pretty hard. 
I'll probably get over to Westwood Ishpeming tonight and check out how the neighbor, the other neighborhood schools are doing. Um, that's always interesting to me, especially early in the season when everybody's breaking in new lineups. That's that's fun for me. It's relaxing just to kind of see what everybody's got. So that's uh, that's my weekend. Hopefully, get up to Tech Northern on Sunday. That'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so you know, and then we're back in the gym on Monday and and um, working on on West Iron, but also working on some fundamental stuff that will you know translate to every game. So. Well, speaking of lineups, Coach, do you have a pretty good idea what your rotation looks like now? Is it pretty solidified in your mind? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was, you know, basketball is kind of year-round now. And, and in the summer we have a, a camp here in Nagani, and, of course, we go to team camps and stuff. So you always have a pretty good idea of what your top six, seven guys is going to look like going into a season. And, and that has played out kind of as expected with um, – with the five starters, with Chaz Kumpula sliding into that fifth spot, and then Alex Munson is so valuable as as our sixth man because you know he's kind of undersized if if you're putting him in for a post player, but his toughness and intelligence makes up for that. He's like a, a Swiss Army knife. You can put him in one through five, you know, and then Will Luke coming up off the JVs last year, we knew he was going to be a good player and. And uh, he got into the game last night and, and made things happen. So, you know, that's our top seven, and we kind of knew that that was going to be our top seven. And um, But i, I got to give a shout-out to my my uh, my second-line guys, what we call the blue team, because they wear the blue jerseys in practice. They were awesome last night. They came in and, and executed our offense, and Elijah Hubbard gets four, uh, Preston Teuton scores five, Nate Brundage gets a bucket, and and the energy and enthusiasm that those guys played with was awesome, and and our starters are on the bench just loving it because they realize how important those guys to, are to our team success. They they do an outstanding job in practice, and it's it's nice to see them go into with to a game and play so well. So really really fun experience for our guys last night. Dan Waterman's a head boys basketball coach in Nagani. 2-0 start for the Miners into 2019-2020. Appreciate the time as always, Dan. Best of luck this year. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Tanner. Looking forward to it. Let's take a time out. More after this on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. The Marquette Big Boy Restaurant sets the table for you on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Christmas Eve hours are 6 in the morning till 8 at night. Big Boy will open again Christmas Day at 7 and stay open until 9 at night. Enjoy the breakfast buffet each day and the dinner buffet on Christmas. You can also order whole pies to bring to your own dinner celebration. 226-1062 for reservations. Last-minute gift cards are available. Big Boy Restaurant is open and ready to serve you Christmas Eve and Christmas Day on US 41 West, Marquette. Marquette, Big Boy, that's your favorite. Welcome back to the SPNUP Coaches Show. Time now to talk Gwyn Girls Basketball with head coach Ben Olson. His team 1-0, and what a way to start the season for your squad, coach. A 61-58 double overtime win over a really good Bark River Harris program. Take me back to Monday and give me your perspective on that. Uh, we started out really fast out of the gates. Um, we held an early 8- or 10-point lead in the first quarter. I think we are up to, I think it was 18-8 to or 18-10. to and uh, you got to give Bark River a, a ton of credit because they battled back and kept battling back. Um, we ended up taking a three-point lead into half. Um, they actually extended the lead to about eight themselves. They were up about 42-34. Um, Marissa Delmont went out middle of the third, early third quarter with three fouls, and that's kind of when they went on their run. Um, we were able to insert her back in, and she scored 11 points in the fourth quarter to kind of get us back even with them. We actually had a lead. Um, late in the fourth quarter, and they made a nice uh, a pick and roll type play, going to the basket to tie the tie the game up, going into the end of uh, the first regulation and overtime. Marissa ended up falling out um, in the first overtime, and uh, if you have follow, uh, obviously Gwyn girls basketball, you know Marissa Delmont's, you know 
kind of the heartbeat of what we do and who we are. And when she went out, I was really worried that, you know, I didn't know where we were going to find offense. I didn't know where we were going to find who was going to take care of the basketball, who was going to run the offense. And you got to give uh, a ton of credit to, to my girls, uh, Emily Curtis, Alina Milu, Lena Plo, for uh, picking up for the absence of Marissa. And they were able to gut out a, a tough double overtime victory. And um, obviously we want to keep Marissa on the floor, but I think we grew up a little bit and we uh, got some key uh, contributions from girls that maybe I wasn't expecting to be um, such contributors early on in the season. Do you feel like you learned something about the depth of your team? Maybe you can go a little bit deeper than you originally thought? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that's a big part of it. You know, everything we do kind of runs through Marissa. And uh, when Marissa's not on the floor, you know, I wouldn't say it's panic mode, but, you know, we're kind of looking right now at who's going to step up, who's going to be that point guard, who's going to be the playmaker, the facilitator. And uh, we actually had a freshman step up and do a really good job um, facilitating the basketball and then, Emily Curtis was kind of the one who did a lot of the scoring damage for us. So, um, you know, yeah, we grew up, I think, I think a freshman, if I can even say that, after the first game, did a lot of growing up. Coach, how was the bench when you got that 18-8 to lead? Did you have to remind the team to stay humble, stay confident, this one's far from over? What went into that afterwards? I'm not really sure. We did a really good job of running the break early. Um, we got a lot of, I think we ended up with 22 transition points on the night. Um, so we did a great job of running the floor and getting open looks. Um, mostly, you know, one, our one to our five, our center running up the middle of the floor. I think what ultimately happened is we got a little bit tired. I only played seven girls uh, on the night, and I think, we, you know, we kind of hit that wall a little bit middle of the second quarter, and um, I think we got a little fatigued, and I think that carried over kind of into the second half, and then they kind of gutted it out in overtime. I think they, you know, I got an experienced group. I got a bunch of seniors, a bunch of juniors. And I think they kind of came together, and they were like, you know, we're going to get this. We're going to we're going to figure this out. And then our overtime looked a lot like the the first the first half. So um, I think it's a conditioning thing. It's hard to be totally in shape right now because you know you. I feel like every coach hits that. You start off getting in shape, and then you hit Thanksgiving break. And uh, we had an interesting Thanksgiving break this year. And I think I talked to a lot of coaches, and it sounds like. You know, a lot of them were off. We were off five or six days, you know, with the snow days and the storm that we hit. So, you know, I felt like we got a good base, and then you hit those six days off, and then it's almost like we started over again. So I think we're going to be better tonight. Um, we've been doing a lot of conditioning, a lot of getting, you know, getting up and down the floor. And I think that was a big part of our um, kind of let down there in the Bark River game is I think we got a little fatigued. With the four quarters and the two overtimes, essentially 58 points and five quarters for them. Were you happy with your defensive effort for opening night? No, defensively we were we were pretty bad. Um, we spent a lot of film time um, in film. We, we gave up too many dribble drives, too many straight line dribble drives as we call them. Um, our help side wasn't where it needed to be. Um, we kind of overhelped at times, with what, which left shooters open. Um, we kind of missed some defensive rotations that – we need to shore up. So if there's one thing about that game that really stuck out, it was um, just the logistics and, and how we want to play our defense. And we were late on assignments or too early on assignments, and uh, I, I think they had too much dribble dribble drive, and we got to, you know, obviously contain dribble penetration. I think if you can stop a lot of the dribble drive, you know, and it's easy for us coaches to say, hey, just stop your girl, you know, but the better, obviously, you contain, the less you have to help, the less you have to rotate obviously the better your defense is going to be. And uh, I think a, a big problem that we had was actually containing the dribble drive. And then our, our help side was obviously a little bit late. So um, I told the girls 58 is too much, even in what is essentially five quarters. Um, offensively, I'm happy. I mean, I think you score 60 points in a game, 61 points in a game. You're probably going to win a lot of basketball games. Um, but we got to keep our opponents, obviously, you know, you'd like to keep them in the low 40s to under 40s, so 58 for us is is a little bit too much. Well, you're back at it tonight, Coach. Home game with Iron Mountain. Obviously, they're a tricky team. They're a pesky team. Tell me what you know about them. I, I went to the – I watched them in West Iron County on Tuesday night. Um, they got um, – I think her name is Regan Lundholm. I know Lundholm is her last name. I hope I didn't get her first name wrong, but Regan is a, is a dynamic player. She – she reminds me a lot of kind of what Riley Pupor did. You know, she kind of can get her own shot. She's good at getting the basket. Um, she can be a deadly three-point shooter if you let her get going. So, obviously, we've been focusing a whole lot on her and not letting her get going. 
Um, she had 18 of the 28 against West Iron County. So I feel like if you can kind of contain her and hold her in check, I feel that's going to go a long way in uh, securing a victory for us and, and shoring up our defense. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of um, eyes and emphasis on her, and then everyone else has got to do a good job of um, making sure they have their assignments, and then obviously you got to end every possession with a good rebound. So um, we're hoping to make them shoot some tough shots and then give them one shot and then run our break because we were super successful getting up and down the floor against Bark River. And uh, I think we're in a little better shape now than we were Bark River, so hopefully we can sustain that for a little more than, you know, two and a half, three quarters. Ben Olson is the head girls basketball coach at Gwynn, his team getting set to take on Iron Mountain tonight. Appreciate the time as always, Coach. Best of luck. We'll talk again soon. Thank you for all you do, Tanner. We appreciate it. That's it for us on the ESPN-UP Coaches Show. Enjoy your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Cheer loud. I'm Tanner Hoops for ESPN-UP WZAM Ishpeming Marquette.